We head to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante along with T. Frank Carr. T. Frank, we are going to get back to our Class of 23 discussion, but before we get there, we've got to name a winner in our Ask T. Frank segment. Who you got? Uh, let's go with Allen in Lewisburg, although, again, shout-out to Sam and Warren. But uh, the offensive line conversation, I enjoyed that because there there was no opinion involved for me. It was There were some, some facts I could use there. Didn't have to get over my skis talking about NIL and all that stuff, so I felt safe and comfortable and confident in that question. So thank you for the question, Alan. And it was an actual football question. Yeah, it was. And here's the thing. It's like I don't, I don't have a problem. Like I feel like I have a well-thought-out stance on most things. But, you know, it's just you get out there time and time again, and then you just like – Every once in a while, it feels nice to be safe in your cocoon of these are football answers. And you are the football expert. So let's take that expertise, T. Frank, and talk about the class of 2023 on defense. Let's start with the defensive line. Let's start with the defensive ends. And there are two names already uh, committed. Jamel Lyons, Tamari, and Parker, those are your two defensive ends. Uh, Parker, really impressive, and what's really even more impressive is he came from Alabama. Two pretty good ones there. Yeah, and I think they complement each other very well, where you have Jamel Lyons, who is is very much a high upside player and is somebody who can be a very good player in the long run but is a little bit raw. So he's, I would say, Physically, and this is kind of like they're they're apples and oranges here because they're a little bit different where Parker is a little more speed. He plays a little bit more um, of a different style of game. But I get a strong Yitor Gross Matos vibe from Jameel Lyons. The problem is he doesn't use that uber length that he has very well because he's still learning how to lock out, stack, shed, use his hands more so than just violence and running through people. So... He's going to take a little bit of time, but he's got elite pad level flexibility and frame. And he's up to 200. I saw on Twitter he posted something this offseason. He's up to 258. So, like, he's he's a massive defensive end that I think has a lot of potential. But TJ Parker is a top 100 player because he's strong. He's a perfect blend of speed, size, and strength. And he is a very high-level technician for a high school player with his hands. So there's some immediate translatability. Uh, he's got to work on his pad level. He plays a little high, plays a little stiff. So working on that, lowering his pad level, and uh, that's going to unlock a lot of his skills. And his his ability to play the run is very good. So he's got a lot of early translation skills in his game. So you got a little bit of a long play and a little bit of an immediate guy, but both are high-level players. And getting T.J. Parker secured the potential for an elite D-line class here because they were going. it felt like they were going to miss at that position outside of Lions. They did not have a lot of quality prospects on the horizon. They get him, and that's a huge upset because now they've got two four-star defensive ends, one of them in the top 100 players according to on three. So that's, that's a great place to be. It was the hit they needed to get, and they got it. So... And, and remember, it wasn't too long ago we were wondering about the defense and the defensive line specifically as far as the recruiting class, and things have changed quite quickly. Uh, similar story at defensive tackle. There were two commits there. 
uh, Matthias Barnwell, Tyreek Blanding. What do we know about those two, and are they done at tackle? So, no, they're not done at tackle. There's still a couple guys that are going to commit sometime this month that are what makes this class elite. They're high four-star players. One of them is uh, from DeMath Catholic, a, a recruiting stronghold for Penn State that they want to continue to have that sort of grip over that program. That's Jason Moore. So that's a local player. And then Derek LeBlanc from Florida. I believe he's friends with Zane Durant. So they're trying to, you know, leverage that connection in Florida and the South to get another elite defensive lineman to come up. Uh, and they're they're very similar players, and they're both super long, super athletic players that are going to clearly be defensive tackles in the future, but have great fluidity, movement skills, and are on that path of elite length and size. There's not a lot of projection. With Matthias Barnwell, he can be that guy. So again, if this D-line class can get another little more sure thing here at defensive tackle, it'd be one of the first elite uh, defensive tackles they've gotten uh, at, at Penn State in a long time from a recruiting perspective. But they'd also have kind of a long-term play and an immediate sort of impact player which is a great place to be because Matthias Barnwell is 6'5 and a half, 6'6, 250 pounds, and has just gargantuan length. So can he get to that size? He's kind of a tweener right now, and I don't know which way his body is going to develop, but he's just so long, and he's got such great strength, and naturally has a, just dominates competition. He's, I think he's going to be a great player and can outperform his current status and be an impact defensive tackle, but he does have to grow into that. Tyreek Blanding out of New York, he is similar to what Penn State's gotten over the last couple of years of kind of in the middle there of six foot three, two 265 pounds, um, needs to grow a little bit, maybe doesn't have the overly impressive physical presence of these other guys, but it isn't small by any means. Uh, but it's kind of in the middle there. He's a three-star that needs to develop and grow and grow into his body. So they've got a lot of great... they got some traditional stuff, they got some unique stuff, and they have the opportunity to get some rare things on this defensive tackle class. So it's a good position to be in heading into this kind of make-or-break for an elite class time period over the next three weeks. Let's move to the position that's intrigued me for months, and that's linebacker. Yeah. A few months back, there were probably about four or five names, at least, that Penn State was in on, looked pretty solid. You know, my question at the time was, gee, they can't take all of them. Well, in the meantime, uh, several of those players have committed elsewhere. The Penn State has yet to get that commitment at linebacker, but two names we've been hearing forever, Tony Rojas and Tamir Robinson, um, they are, they've scheduled commitment dates in the near future. Where does Penn State sit with them, and what are those two players like? Uh, so they have a prediction in for Tony Rojas uh, for Penn State from, I think, a couple of guys at on three. So that one seems locked up at this point. He said he's committed to a program. Like, he moved his commitment date from uh, Tuesday of this week until next week, I think on the 14th. Um, and didn't he announced on Twitter, like, I'm not changing my commitment. This is done for personal reasons, probably just more time to plan things. And if you're going to have a commitment ceremony and all those things, you need a little more time. I imagine that's total speculation on, on my part. I don't know what the personal reason is, but he's, he's 
you know, going to be a Penn State Nittany Lion is everything I've heard and everything I've seen. He is an elite athlete. He plays defensive end in high school. He's the fastest guy on the team. He plays running back. He runs on the four fours. He's got a huge frame. He can grow maybe not as big as uh, Timmy Robinson, but he can be a full-size linebacker that has elite size, length, speed. And the question to me is power. Um, can he be a strong football player? Because right now, and this is always what I worry about when I watch elite athletes, is do you have bad habits because you're so much better than everybody else? He doesn't take on uh, contact uh, exceptionally well. He's not an overly violent player. But when, when, when he's pressed and when he has to, he delivers. And he's a tough player that clearly just needs to get stronger. Not necessarily he doesn't have the DNA to fight. So that's a great sign. I think that is why he's one of the top 150 players in the, in the country. Tammy Robinson uh, is maybe a little bit freakier of an athlete. I've seen him play in the secondary. I've seen him play linebacker. He lined up at defensive end for Brashear. So he's got uh, a, a thicker frame. I think he might be the bigger guy when the two are, are complete. But long, fast, athletic, movement skills, fluidity in space. These are modern linebackers. These are everything you want them to be. And where they fit into the Penn State defense is just kind of how they develop. So both are elite athletes, and Penn State uh, is project projected to get their two top players at that position in the cycle while changing defensive coordinators who were also the position coach. So that's really impressive. Uh, one guy that they didn't get was Phil Pichotti, who went to Oklahoma, but I got the sense that that was kind of Brent Pry's guy and maybe not fits in in the future here. Okay, let's go to the defensive backfield. Let's go to safety where there's three names Conrad Hussey, Dakari Nelson, and most recently King Mack. Couple uh, points there. Hussey and Mack were high school teammates, correct? Yes, yes. Both safeties Could in the same defense. Could you imagine two Division One players playing safety, the same position at a single high school, is just incredible to me. And the other thing I want to ask you about with these guys specifically, and we just got done talking linebacker. There's this position, what is it, striker position that Manny yeah. Diaz has at linebacker. We see Jonathan Sutherland, a former safety, currently playing that position. Seeing three safeties in one class, are we talking about one or more of these guys a candidate for that position also? Well, I could make the case that all three of them could play different positions other than safety. I think Conrad Hussey is a corner. Uh, he just, I believe he just transitioned to defense last fall and he played safety. By the way, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas is where King Mac and Conrad Hussey are from. They play elite level football in Florida. So they're tested. Like these aren't guys that are catching pop flies. They, they have to play American heritage. Some of these other top schools in Florida. So they are both legitimate players. Uh, Mac, I could make the argument can play free safety. He could play slot corner. He could play striker. Uh, he could play a lot of different positions at Penn State. He's 5'9", and he's the best tackler of the group. Uh, he is vicious. So, you know, where he fits in is where you need him. And then I, I think that's kind of like, where do the other two end up? Uh, and then Dakari Nelson is 6'3", 200 and some pounds, maybe 205. To me, he is one of the body types you want at that striker position. He's fast for a linebacker, maybe. And I think he still could play boundary safety and be a good reliable coverage player but he might not be the elite speed you would want in a situation where you're playing just two safeties so he can play two positions there's a lot of versatility here I think they can add another safety and Cam Selden was that guy until he decided he wanted to play offense which is you know how that how that part 
works out. Maybe it's whether they take another receiver or whether they take uh, two more receivers or however that shakes out. So that's a bit of a wild card recently, a new development. Um, so maybe they don't add another safety unless it's Selden, but they do need to add one more player in the secondary, I think. And switching to cornerback, there's one guy, Lamont Payne, defined as a cornerback in this class. Are we going to see anybody else, or is this just those safeties could also play cornerback, so we're covered there? I do think, though, I thought personally that one of the guys from the class was going to transition and be a corner, whether it was Yazid Haynes or Conrad Hussey. But there's a couple guys out there that they could still land. Elliot Washington, uh, an Alabama commit, that clearly that's that that relationship's over. Uh, he's a guy. I think it's less likely Jakeem Jackson, who's teammates with Derek LeBlanc, is going to end up here because I think it's less likely Derek LeBlanc is going to end up here. Um, so I would say that they can add another corner and they will. But Lamont Payne is a great a great prospect, physical, good movement skills, press type corner. So he's got a lot of versatility in his game. Very good, T. Frank. Unfortunately, that is it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.